I just got done uh, having lunch, and it was strange. After church, I didn't feel like I should stay and really talk, so I, I kind of just left, and um, I thought I was going to get food, so I, like, I drove, like, where, you know, on the part of town where the food is. I mean, I guess there's food on both parts, but, um, so anyways, and I didn't, I just, uh, like, the presence of the Lord just showed up, man, like, as soon as I got my truck, it's like, there's this, I don't know how to describe it, man, it's like, it's like this feeling of being totally content, but at the same time, just totally hungry and desperate for God, and, um, I was talking about this on some other episodes, you know, and it's, it's like, ah, you know, it's like, God, I just, ah, and, uh, I don't know how to describe it, and I think if I would have tried to talk to everybody and go out to lunch with people, it would have not been nearly as fruitful, like, I, I don't know what, what it was, totally, um, yeah, it's, God, I think we would have just talked about work and random leisure activities and just kind of nothing having to do with God, and I would have just not had fun, um, so I think that might be why. But anyway, so I just, you know, I got to kind of the other side of town and I had a feeling, I'm like, God, I really don't want to eat. Like, I just want, like, I just want your presence, God. And it was like, I could feel it like I'd been fasting just through the morning, you know. So, I don't know, 11 to 11, somewhere in there. But I could feel it, you know, and like in a good way. I could just, there was just a piece, and, uh, so I kind of took a lap around town, just praying, and it's like, it's like I could just feel and hear and sense the Lord just calling me into just, just being in the secret place, so I went back home, and <clears throat> Henry's parents were there, and that was cool to talk to those guys, I hadn't seen them in a while, and, um, I think the last time I saw those guys, I was smoking pot every day, so it was, it was good to talk to them with a clear mind, I think that was really reassuring for them, too, they <laughs> could probably tell, <coughs> um, so yeah, and then I just, I went up to my room, and it's like, again, just this wave of, like, the presence of God hit me, and, um, and I, th- I thought I was going to do a podcast or something, but I didn't feel like I should once I I started going through some scriptures. I might read them to you. Um, I'm driving to Wadena, so it's, it's safe. If I was driving through Chicago, it wouldn't be safe probably to try and read them, but because we're in Wadena, I think we're okay. Or driving to Wadena, it's, it's a pretty straight shot. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm going to do it. I want to 
one second. And I just, ah, man. Like, I, I feel so sensitive to God's voice and to His presence. And it's crazy. And I just don't want to go. This was the first one the Lord had me look up. This was right when I got up to my bedroom. <clears throat> Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. <coughs> um, so he sold everything he had to get this one thing because of how valuable it was. And uh, I think that's just how I was praying, driving around. Like, God, I don't care. I don't care what price I've got to pay. I don't care what people think or anything. Like, I just want to know you. And I just, I want more of God. I want to stay in deep waters. I want the deepest parts of you, God, to touch the deepest parts of me. I want to follow you anywhere. Like, <clears throat> he sold everything he had for that one pearl. And Jesus says the kingdom of heaven's like that. And there's this part, it's about fasting, but I, it was the Lord was showing me it can be about other things too. When you fast, perfume your head and wash your face so that your fasting may not be <coughs> noticed by men, but your Father who sees in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you in the open. And that's, that's with everything, man. That's, it's not just fasting I feel like the Lord was showing me today it's our whole secret life every every decision we're making for God like every good choice we're making every good decision when people aren't there to see it or maybe <clears throat> people that would be proud of us if they did see it even if some people do see it, but not the people that would be proud of us. You know, when, when we do those things in secret, it's that the Lord rewards us openly, man. Or he says our Father rewards us openly. And uh, it's it's so powerful, man. Our, uh, what's that other verse? Son of Man came to judge everyone's secret life. Something like that. The time is coming when God will judge everyone's secret life. Said something along those lines. And um, you hear all these verses, especially going through Luke, where uh, Jesus, it's like, and Jesus knew their thoughts, and Jesus knew what they were thinking, and Jesus, knowing what they were thinking, said this. Um... <coughs> It's, it's all over in there. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting, man. The, uh, 
<clears throat> There's one more. I think I might have this memorized. I'll try and just go from memory, but it's the beginning of Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of heaven's armies. I long, yes, I faint with longing to enter into the courts of the Lord with my whole being, body, and soul. I shout joyfully to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home and the swallow builds her nest and raises her young at a place near your altar. O Lord of heaven's armies, my King and my God. Something like that. And I think there might be one other part. Um, no, that's, that's as much as I got for that one. Um, there's just like a sweetness to that, man. Uh, how lovely is your dwelling place. I long, I faint with longing to enter into the courts of the Lord. I think I wrote down the other translation. Uh, my soul yearns, yes, even pines and is homesick for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry and sing for joy to the living God. And I, I think that's the feeling I've tried, been trying to describe on the last couple episodes of this podcast where it's like, ah! Like I just feel this thing inside of me. It's like my insides like are just crying out for God and longing for God, but at the same time totally content and filled up. But it's like because of how filled up I am, I just, I, I want more because it's like I know that there can be more. And, um, <coughs> I don't know, man. I don't know totally what God's trying to show me, but I hope this is encouraging you guys. Um, man, there's always more of Jesus. Um, there's always more of his presence things we haven't seen, things we haven't heard or experienced. And uh, I, I think it's interesting too with deliverance ministry that God's put different people in my life to kind of stir that up. Uh, my friend Vance, he's awesome. Uh, we don't talk a whole lot, but there's, there's been times where we have and it's been really good. Um, he's really passionate about deliverance. And this thing that I, I went to a couple days ago, you know, it's interesting. That guy, he was running around doing Let Us Worship stuff. And, and um, he's going around the whole country, basically, with Sean Floyd, part of the big worship movement. And now he's doing deliverance ministry. So... It's really interesting, man. It's it's like I think there's almost a shift happening in, in this area where people are um, feeling called to that and seeing the importance of that. So the world wants that. I think there's just a fishing house somebody left on the side of the road. It's strange. Um, but yeah, I feel like the Lord's telling me, go deep. 
go really deep, Jordan. It's okay. It's okay to be weird. It's okay if you don't have a lot of friends. Um, like, we gotta have friends. Like, we gotta have people we're running with, right? Like, we're made to live in fellowship, but um, it's not. I, so I didn't mean, you know, to not have any of that, but, like, this is what God's been saying to me. And and I, I think part of that is the, is the fruit of it is going to be, I'm going to start seeing <coughs> deliverance happen. And ever since I started fasting a lot, like a week ago, you know, I've noticed things going on that are strange and unusual, um, just manifestations and, and different things. Like there was a lady uh, who I was shoveling her roof and she knew my grandpa and grandma, I guess, pretty well, which is cool because they're, they're both passed away now. So we were talking about that and, and I was like, yeah, I only knew my grandpa when he was sober, you know, so I never knew him the way he was before. And she got this weird twitch about her. And she started twitching a little bit. And I, I was like, oh, they're still drinking. Her and her husband, even though they're old, they're still drinking. And now her husband's got dementia too. So um, it was that spirit of addiction, right? And I didn't say anything or do anything. I am going back over there tomorrow, so I might. <laughs> We're going to measure their gutters. And... Uh, I might bring it up. <laughs> I'd like to. I'd really like to. God's making me more confident in stuff. Um, so yeah, and I just I feel like God's just calling me way deeper, and and I've I've always felt that, um, you know, even from first when I first got saved so four years now uh, which isn't that long but for me it's long that's like almost 20% of my life you know I've been walking with the Lord which is pretty good because the other 20 was some dirtbag stuff (laughs) Uh, maybe not I was really little, but (laughs) anyways, yeah, and I just, I want more of God's presence, like, I'm so hungry for it, and it's like he's saying, like, it's okay to just come out and be separate, Um, sometimes, don't have to do what the what the group's doing Um, I don't know if I'll go super far there that but God will show us how to stay sensitive to his voice and and if there's situations that would cause us to sin he'll show us how to avoid those situations and sin's not always um, something that's you know you're like an axe murderer or you're smoking
smoking crack on the side, um, in the alley or something, or out cheating on your wife. It's, it's not always that. Sometimes it's small things. Sometimes it's just stuff like complacency or um, you can have a muzzle devil tries to put on you and and um, certain situations and, and people can cause that to, to be there or at least to where there's a temptation for that to be there and uh, yeah I think that's kind of all there it's, it's vague on purpose Yeah. So I guess this whole thing, uh, if you made it through this, <coughs> you're, you're probably hungry for the presence of God too. This is a really slow worded thing. I think I've been talking slower. Not all the time, but sometimes. Oh, this was cool too, man. So today... I hadn't been on the treadmill, I don't think, in a week and a half. And I went in this morning. And in the last week, you know, I was hardly drinking any water. My hands were turning yellow. And uh, I'm glad the rest of me wasn't turning yellow. That would have been weird. But, yeah, my hands were just yellow, orange. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I think my... uh, from not drinking water, you know, there's some sort of thing going on, (laughs) and anyways, I went in to run this morning, and I was hydrated, my last meal was popcorn and a large soda from the movie theater, (laughs) I'm just kind of messing with you, it was, but I, I was hydrated, like I drank water before going in. And uh, whatever, but I hadn't been there in a few days, you know. And I'd probably lost some muscle from the dry fasting. Um, but I, I ran and got warmed up, and I ran pretty hard on the warm up, and I, I think that helped as well. But you know, I, I ran, ran a good half mile, and um, and then I stretched or whatever. 10-15 minutes it's, I, I stretch for quite a while before I run just because it's it's a really hardcore run that I've been doing lately and when I when it's not a fast run it's it's a long run usually so even if I was doing a long run I would I would still take a good amount of time to stretch and I so anyways I jump back on to start and I put it up to speed and it's at 9.5 miles per hour that's where I've been doing my runs lately <coughs> last month or so, and, uh, yeah, like, it didn't feel that fast, I felt like I was in slow motion when I got going, and I was like, no way, this is crazy, and, and it it wasn't as painful as before, like, not even close, but then I, um, I still put myself in the same mindset I've been putting myself in during these other runs um, to where I started, you know, after a few 
minutes, I started to think about people and situations and pray for people and just different words that the Holy Spirit had shared with me about my own life over the last however long. And, uh, man, I started crying. I was probably only like five minutes in and I'm crying on the treadmill. I'm like, oh my God, you know, uh, if there was somebody next to me, they would have been concerned. (laughs) But just thinking about all sorts of different people and, and praying for them and people with addictions and and uh, a lot of stuff, man. It's like where we choose to put our focus is powerful. So, so powerful. And that was one of the best runs. That run was probably the, the best one I've had in a year as far as just the level of intensity. It was beyond where I'd gone. Um, way beyond, you know, so that was, that was just beautiful, and then, um, I got to church early, I want to start going in quite a bit earlier, um, I think I want to start getting there at like 7, 7.30 again, I think other people don't get there until 7.30, so probably 7.30, I feel like the Lord's asking me to just go in and pray before the services. And yeah, we, we had a good we had a good service today too. It was really good. Um, there was a younger guy who was there. I think it was his second time there. He's like 16. His primary language is Spanish, but he he's spoke English four years or five years, I think. So we, we started talking, and then it got to where it was time to start. And I was like, man, do you want to come sit by me? He said, yeah. And he came, and, and it was fun, man. We were just worshiping, and, and then sat through the, the service and whatever. And then we talked a little bit afterwards. Um, but it was cool, and he, he went there, you know, by himself. He doesn't have any family, any friends there. He just showed up, which is pretty pretty powerful, man, so I'm pumped about what the Lord's going to do in that guy's life, it'll be awesome to see, I think that's everything, yeah, main message, just to encourage you guys to uh, go after God and uh, His presence, even when other people might think you look dumb. Or even when you might not be going with the flow and going with what everybody else is doing, you know, go, go for Jesus, go for His presence, because uh, you can have it. This the only one that stands in between us having it is our is our own self, right? Because we we can blame anybody, you know. I could blame my mom. I could blame the way I grew up. I could blame this person and this person from my past, I could blame the weather, whatever, but, you know, I know the, the only person standing in between me and, and the presence of God is, is myself, so I just, I want to encourage you guys in that, to take those steps, to turn away from the world, and to pray in 
fast and turn towards God and, and it'll be worth it uh, right away you'll see results in just the, the condition of your soul and if you're doing that now I'd encourage you to just keep doing it and keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and experience the deep deep things of God <clears throat> and you'll pay a price but it'll, it'll be worth the price that you pay so bless you guys